I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Royce Lewis, remember the name? Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, May 27th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. Let's get into the five prospects on the verge of getting the call. Royce Lewis with the Minnesota Twins. Jordan Walker with the Cardinals. Christian Encarnacion Strand with the Reds. Ellie De La Cruz also with the Reds. Gavin Williams, a starting pitcher with the Guardians. Just want to point out that it seems like every Thursday when we record this, one of... Encarnacion Strand or Ellie De La Cruz does something crazy. Well, Ellie hit a 450-foot home run, 117.7 miles per hour off the bat. Crazy stuff. Uh, Scott, what's the latest on Royce Lewis? When might we see him? And I know Jordan Walker is heating it up lately. Yeah, so we're waiting to hear what exactly the prognosis is for Carlos Correa, who has a case of plantar fasciitis. And... Um, if he ends up going on the IL, then it would it would almost make too much sense to activate Royce Lewis and install him at shortstop, which is his primary position. Of course, he's been playing some third base on his rehab assignment. He, ha- he he he's still, you know, he's working his way back from a torn ACL, so I'm not sure he's quite ready to go every day. And regardless of what happens with Correa, that might delay Royce Lewis's arrival. But he's hitting well at AAA. He's running. You know, this is a twice-torn ACL now, and it, it doesn't seem to have slowed him down or impact his explosiveness. And he looked great during the 40-at-bat stretch we saw of him in the majors last year before uh, blowing out the ACL. So I think Royce Lewis, regardless of how things play out with Correa, he'll be up soon. If it's not a shortstop, it'll be third base. And the good news is you can stash him in, I, in an IL slot currently. He's still technically on the IL. So that that's that makes him easier to pick up than any other prospect stash here. Make sure Royce Lewis isn't unrostered in your league. Uh, Jordan Walker has actually started to pick things up a bit at AAA, and it's good timing for him because the Cardinals outfield has been hit pretty hard by injuries. Both Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill currently on the IL. O'Neill could be out for a while still. The way Walker was going at first, it, there was really no justification to bring him back, regardless of how injured the outfield was. But if he can sustain this hot hitting a little longer, maybe we could see him come back soon. I, I'm I'm at a point now where I'm not sure who's going to be up first for the Reds between Christian Encarnacion Strand and Ellie De La Cruz. Encarnacion Strand is two years older. But Ellie De La Cruz is the one currently on the 40-man roster. There is also a scenario, I think, where Ellie De La Cruz doesn't get the call 
at all this year because he is so young and because he is he does have such a high ceiling. Maybe they'll uh, they'll want to go the more financially advantageous route of holding him back till next year. I'm not saying that's the likeliest scenario. I think we probably do see Ellie De La Cruz at some point, but my point is just that wide range of timetables here for him. Could be next week, given the way he's impacting the ball at AAA, or you know, maybe not at all. So it it makes him a tricky stash. I, I think the potential rewards are so high that certainly in deeper rotisserie leagues, it's worth doing at this point. Though I will remind everybody, L.A. De La Cruz has some pretty significant strikeout issues. And then finally, Gavin Williams of the Guardians, who I think is the best remaining pitching prospect in the minors. And he's up a triple-A now. He's He has like a 150 ERA so far this year. A fastball that racks up swings and misses. The Guardians had a lot of bodies ahead of him in the pecking order, but they've they've all they've they've pretty much burned through them all now. So I, I think Williams is probably the next up uh, when there's a, a an injury, and so it's time to start thinking about stashing him. All right, the five prospects on the periphery. These are names that are doing something of note as of late. Nolan Jones, an outfielder with the Rockies. Sounds like he could be up this weekend. Brenton Doyle is dealing with an injury. Emmett Sheehan, a starting pitcher with the Dodgers. Kyle Hurt, a starting pitcher with the also with the Dodgers. Jordan Beck, an outfielder with the Rockies. Jordan Lawler, you probably know the name. You should know the name. A shortstop prospect with the Diamondbacks. A big name. Scott, he's on this list for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yep, he's hitting well under 200, though with decent power and speed. But he's really struggling here in his return trip to AA. Didn't look great when he moved up there late last year, but it was a small sample and whatever. You're supposed to struggle when you first get to a new level. So we didn't think much of it, but it's it's only gotten worse this year. The Diamondbacks are spinning it positively. Adversity is good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying you should panic about Jordan Lawler, who was a consensus top 15 prospect coming into the year, but... You know, hopefully he turns things around soon because this is not what we expected of him. Uh, Nolan Jones, very interesting numbers at AAA. 356 batting average, 12 homers, an 1192 OPS. And apparently it's it's not just, oh, he's hot at a level where he's too good to be playing. It, he's made legitimate improvements according to Baseball America, much better numbers against breaking balls. How much will he play with the Rockies once he's up? It's hard to say. He was up earlier this year and didn't get a single at bat. So I, I, for whatever reason, they just don't seem that motivated to use him. But it's more likely to happen if he's on the major league roster. So we'll keep an eye on that. And yeah, I want to talk about this this uh, pair of Dodgers pitchers here. Emmett Sheehan and Kyle Hurt. Both of them have excellent fastballs. Sheehan looks like one of the breakout pitching prospects this year. Uh, he just has that optimal um that optimal arm angle to create the rising effect that causes hitters to swing under it and he's got plenty of that velocity on the fastball and he just looks untouchable right now at double a and kyle hurt this is this is a kind of a i don't know he's even more obscure obscure than emmett sheehan he last year had ton of strikeouts high octane fastball but the problem for Kyle Hurt, 7.4 walks per nine innings. This year, Kyle Hurt, 2.3 walks per nine innings. His most recent start, he struck out 10 and in four innings. He threw 81% of his pitches for strikes. Mm. So 
that glaring flaw that kept him very low on prospect lists coming into the year seems to be completely corrected. The Dodgers have worked their magic again. And Kyle Hurt, if you're looking for the next Mason Miller, it might be him. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. And we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.